Hello and welcome to this podcast is rigged with JW Riggs. I'm your host, JW Riggs. I have a great guest today. Um, you have probably heard his comedy and you've probably even seen it on YouTube and stuff. He's a great comedian, one of my favorites, Mr. Bob Smiley. He this is the second time he has been in my pod been on my podcast. He's actually he was my first guest ever back in June. So uh, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm trying to get this light. I don't know if you're going to use the video, but I'm trying to get this light to not look like, uh, you know, I'm getting beamed up like it's very UFO streaks coming down. So I was trying to do that. But yeah, um, I'm doing great, man. It's nice to be back on the podcast. Um, it uh, teaches me to read the emails uh, a little better before I say yes to things. Um, so yeah, I really appreciate it. I know you want to jump right into politics. So let's do that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's not really me. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, it was funny because yeah, like we've known each other for a little while now. So um, before we started recording, we can tell your listeners, and you can cut this if you want to. But I think it's interesting that you were like, "Hey, let's don't do politics," because I agree with you. Like I, I think you know, certain podcasts should just be fun and exciting, and I, I do think a lot of people are talking politics right now which you know you're not supposed to talk about religion or politics and i'm a christian comedian uh who's pretty active on the news uh so i'm kind of breaking all those rules on my social media <laughs> right now uh, but we can talk about other stuff like how are you i'm doing pretty good and of course i'm completely fine with talking about religion i mean i'm gonna be a preacher one day soon so <laughs> i think you're doing it now man yeah i've heard some of your some of your stuff Thank you. Thank you. I'm really trying to just spread the word. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as long as you know when to drink uh, from your yellow cup and when not to, that's that's the biggest part of time. I actually I actually had a lady who had written a book and she was wanting to, to do a, a speaking tour. And so she had booked a couple of local things around and she called me and she was like, I never thought I I never thought this would be a question, but. When you're speaking, when you're doing stand up or when you're preaching at churches and stuff, when do you take a sip of water? Because she said, <laughs> I just kept talking and I kept looking at my water and I wanted to take a sip, but there was no real natural place to do it. And I was like, you got to build in jokes, even in your speech, build in or build in a, where you ask the audience to think about something or a question. And while they're doing it, that's why you take your sip. Um, but I, I did some shows in Louisiana and Texas last weekend and, uh, I was, I had a water bottle on my stool and I kept walking over and, and taking the, the cap off. Like I was going to take a sip, but then I would think of something else to say. And so I'd set it back <laughs> down and I did that about probably about 20 times. And finally this kid down front who like, I talked to him afterwards, he has ADHD and it was driving him crazy. Finally, he just yelled out, take a sip of water. <laughs> Like it was so bothering him that I would just pick the bottle up like I almost was about to and then and then put it down. He was like, you got to take a drink of water. So it was uh, it was great. But yeah, it's it's weird whenever you think about like because, you know, you're you're going to be a preacher. You're going to, you know, go and talk to people all the time. There, There's a lot of little things that you don't think <laughs> about in, you know, your quote unquote performance and stuff. Right. And it's like uh, I actually went through something similar when I was. uh preaching before covid last year i was uh preaching at church one sunday evening or wednesday night but uh, i was preaching and i was trying to figure out like when to take the water 
so I would kind of glance at it like you were saying, just kind of glance at towards uh, the preacher at my church walked over. He said, Jake, anytime, just take water, just kind of take a break, take a water. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're supposed to do it like right after you make a big point because mm-hmm. you're allowing the audience. It's almost like a space saver uh, where you're allowing the audience to think of it or a big laugh. Uh, comedians are supposed to take a sip if they get an applause break. So you got to have your water close to you. And if you get an applause break where you tell a joke where they laugh and then they applaud, then you're supposed to take a sip. So I don't comedians that are terrible. I don't know when they they just stay hydrated, I guess. I don't know. I don't know when they they take their sip. And I've been doing Zoom comedy shows. And so there, there are two kinds of Zoom comedy shows that I'm doing now. One, I'm about to do one later this afternoon, but where I record I just record myself doing stand-up to a, a, my computer screen. There's no audience. There's no feedback or anything, which is super weird because you don't have that timing and that, that space and there's no interaction. And I do a lot of ad lib stuff. And so there's none of that. <laughs> um, or I'll do a show for, for a, you know, organization and they're on the screen, but they mute it. So I can see them laughing, but I can't hear them. And so there's no time to be able to take. So what I've been doing is if I have a Zoom call and I can see them all, but they're all muted because you can't have people, you know, because the, the dog will be barking in the background or, you know, somebody will be yelling and it's like real distracting. So what I do is I go, OK, guys, I really need a drink. So can can you guys all just applaud in the video camera so I can see you applaud? And they will. They, they, they'll all just stop and be like like that. And, I, and I, I'll hold my finger up like, keep it going. I, I'm, I'm almost done. <laughs> uh, yeah, you find these little tricks of the trade to to get through, right? Um, but uh, but no, I feel like that's definitely Zoom has definitely changed stuff with like the when can I take a drink? When can I do this type of thing? So. Yeah, it really has. And like background, like how many funny like memes and stuff have we seen <laughs> of people doing Zoom stuff and not realizing what's in the background? Like even now. My my light for some reason is shooting down this beam of light. If I'm over here like this, can you see that? Yeah, alien Bob. <laughs> alien Bob. Yeah, like I'm finally. Yeah, <laughs> my wife's email finally went through, and they're taking me away. Um, but then I moved it over, and I was because I'm in my I'm in my 18 year old's uh, room, and I'm like, what what is in the background if I move my computer over a little bit? But it's a Mandalorian <laughs> painting, so I think I'm okay. Okay. Yeah, I think Mandalorian's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So um, it's been quite a while since we've been able to talk last. What have you been up to uh, comedy wise? Um, Well, I I write for Focus on the Family. I write these uh, comedy slash devotional books for middle school kids. I have a character uh, that I created named Average Boy. And so I write these these funny adventures and stories in their their magazine for middle school kids called Clubhouse Magazine. And I've been doing that for 18 years. And so when all my shows canceled, and I can't remember if we talked about this on uh, on the last podcast that we did together, but um, I got a, it was perfect. I mean, God's perfect timing. All my shows canceled. And then I got the third book deal for the Average Boy book series. And this one's a little bit different. It's not a comedy slash devotional book, but it is a, uh, it's a, a year of Average Boy stories. So it's kind of in the, uh, in the realm of Diary of a Wimpy Kid. So it's called Average Boys Above Average Year. 
Uh, and it's just about his whole year of trying to do above average things. Uh, and, you know, he's a he's a bold Christian kid. So he's trying to do, you know, some crazy stuff uh, that promotes the gospel. And uh, he's got a lot of funny side characters and stuff like that. So I finished that book. So that's that's what I've done since I talked to you. I finished that book. We put out 52 Average Boy podcast for uh, families to listen to. And those are doing really well. Um, I've been writing a ton of new stand-up material and I actually finally had some shows last weekend and was able to go out and do them and the stuff went really well and, and all that. But it was one of those things where I, I got back on stage and I was like, yes, I love this. I miss this so much. And the new stuff is going well. And then I looked at my calendar. It's like, when do I get to do this again? Oh, the end of February. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll go back and start mowing my lawn again. You know, so yeah. it's just, it's uh. so I'm, to answer your question, I'm still trying to pour myself into my family and, and stuff, but I'm, I'm also having a lot of free time to write new stuff. And uh, I have started putting out a, every single day I put out one minute of videos called the smiley minute. Um, you wouldn't like it. Cause it does. I do. I, I talk about the news, whatever's in the news. And there's a lot of politics stuff on both sides. Like I'm not, I'm not, trying to pick a side, but there is a lot of Biden is doing a lot of crazy stuff. Uh, of course, Trump did, uh, you know, kept kept me <laughs> well entertained for a while. Um, so the Smiley Minute comes out every single morning. It's one minute of comedy of whatever the news is. And sometimes it's, you know, it's about the My Pillow guy or sometimes it's about, uh, you know, I, I found out in Florida, it's they're having freezing weather there. And so iguanas are just falling from the tree. <laughs> Now, they're not dead or anything. They just freeze and they fall. So people are getting hit by falling iguanas. I'm like, this is the end times, right? Like, you get, you know, locusts and frogs and iguanas and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's just kind of a look at what's going on in the world. So, you know, I'm trying to just keep putting content out there for my fans and stuff. So that's that's what I'm up to. No, that's pretty cool. I love the Smiley Minute. I was actually going to talk about that. So. Um, I think it's pretty cool. I really enjoy it. So. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, I was actually just watching the the one from today before the interview. So. Oh, the one I just posted? Yeah, yeah. I saw it on my Facebook. So. Uh, okay, yeah. That's why you said uh, no politics. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. That's so I great. No, I just had like that kind of like written down in my head. Like, hmm. I just, I just like telling everybody that beforehand is. Okay, I'm I'm going to compliment you for a second because uh, you know I do get a lot of requests to do people's podcasts and stuff, and um, I did yours last time, and I was really impressed. Like your questions were thought out. Like I I like that you have a goal and you are thinking about your listeners, and like I was I was really impressed the level of professionalism, which is why I'm doing this again. Um, that and I'm I'm supposed to be cleaning dishes, but you know. I told my wife, no, I got to go work. Sorry, babe. Um, but yeah, but I, I do appreciate like when I get on and you're like, okay, this is where I'm, this is where I want to go with this. And it, I love that you thought through this and you didn't just hit record and, and start going. So kudos to you, man. You're, you're way ahead of, of most people your age, which is what, 14? How old are you? Uh, I turned 17 at the end of February. Oh, yeah. nice, man. Yeah. Okay. Very close. Very, very close. <laughs> But uh, no, it's just when I started this, that's kind of just something I was talking to my parents about is 
I always want to start a goal with it. I just don't want to ramble on with it. So just yeah. there's always kind of a goal with it type of thing. So. Well, I can tell, man, and I appreciate it because I I've done a lot of podcasts where they just they they haven't thought through any questions or anything. Um, they'll you know just sit there and scratch their head. And <laughs> for those listening, he just scratched his yeah. head. So that was a really good joke. If you're if you're watching the video of it. Yeah. Uh, which I plan on putting up the video, but first I'm going to put up the audio, of course. But, oh, yeah. So, a uh, question I don't remember if I asked the last time. Besides the laughter, what's your favorite part of stand-up comedy? That is a great question. Uh, my favorite part is where, because I, I am a Christian comedian. Like, I absolutely, I don't, I don't pull, like, People, some I have friends that are that are quote unquote Christian comedians, and they're like, yeah, I don't know, I don't really need the Christian part. Like, I just I want people to know I I do clean comedy and stuff. And I'm like, man, when people introduce me, I want them to say I'm a Christian comedian because I'm gonna make you laugh. I'm gonna do material that I've done in clubs and you know corporate events. So I'm definitely gonna bring a stand up show, but I'm always gonna have some kind of encouragement or you know, share some of my testimony or something that's going on. Now I'm usually doing it in a funny way, but there's always going to be some kind of encouragement because I love talking to people after the show. So this is, I'm answering your question. My favorite part is when people come up afterwards and they're like, man, I haven't laughed like that in a long time, but you, you know, you shared this and it, it's like a, a different way that I, I view the world or a different way I view God's love for me, or, you know, it's just some kind of encouragement that will help them get through that their week, you know? So I normally do shows on the weekend and I always feel like if I can give some, somebody something to think about to encourage them or get them through a bad part of the, the week coming up, that's my favorite part. Um, no, that, that totally makes sense. I actually remember seeing you in concert around, I guess I would say close to five years ago now. It was at uh, Freed Hardman's Horizons, like I brought up on the last interview. So that was a lot of fun. It was really cool being able to see you in concert and everything. That was actually right after uh, my brother went into remission for mm -hmm. from cancer. So that was just a good little resting point type of thing, just being able to like listen to comedy in person. So that was totally really helped. <laughs> I, I really appreciate that. Like that means a lot to me because I love I love hearing stories about how God uses me, you know, because I, I do feel like a goofy little dude. <laughs> but when I get stories like that, you know, I'll, I'll have people come that are, uh, you know, they're going through a divorce or they're having their first round of chemo or, you know, so there a guy in California contacted me yesterday and he had had a heart attack and he was getting ready to have bypass surgery. Actually, I think he's, he's going to have it uh, on this Friday. Um, but he's in the hospital and he is hurting so bad. And my dry bar, I, I had a second dry bar comedy special come out uh, this last week. And it's free. It's free on their dry bar comedy app. And they've now released it where it's just free on their website. You used to have to pay a dollar, which is, you know, not much, but you used to have to pay a dollar if you wanted to watch it on the website, but they've opened up my second special. Um, and it's called, you're just hungry. And he pulled that <laughs> up in the hospital and he and his wife watched it. And so he messaged me and he was like, I've been hurting for a couple of days now and getting ready to go into surgery. And he said for 30 minutes, I laughed and I, the endorphins hit 
And he said, for 30 minutes, I had no pain at all. And I'm not saying that to brag on me. Like, honestly, that's <laughs> God using comedy, using technology to be able to get into that hospital room and to just bring this guy some relief and joy and stuff. And so, I mean, that's just to be a part of that is is a huge honor. No, that's that's definitely awesome. And I'm definitely praying for him and his family. Yeah, so. I'm sad that he said he only laughed for 30 minutes because it's an hour long special. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm, I'm totally kidding. It's just 30 <laughs> minutes. But when he said that, I thought, oh, how long is the special? Is it is it longer than that? Uh, but uh, no, that's kind of why I made this is everybody needs a little distraction. So it's like I made this in June. So towards the beginning of the pandemic and everything. So just everybody was down in the dumps, needed something. So yeah. this is, hopefully this helps. um uh actually you mentioned dry bar let's go ahead and uh talk about dry bars so we talked about it a couple months ago but uh, i absolutely love dry bar i've listened to dry bar for the last few years um let's go ahead and talk about it what's your favorite part of dry bar comedy um that it gets me in front of people that i would never have gotten in front of they have such a following especially on facebook because they put out clean comedy and they they put out comedians like they I have no idea how many comedians they have, but it would not be a stretch to say they probably have 600, 700 um, specials of clean comedy. Uh, most of it is really good. Um, they're getting people that uh, there's comedians that just go on cruise ships and they just work on cruise ships all their whole career. And they're they're good. You never hear about them. You never see their stuff unless you actually catch their show on the cruise. And they're really good comedians. And so there's just so many good comedians on there. So consequently, they're drawing like everybody all over the world. So when my first special came out, my Facebook, you know, I got about like 4,000 new followers on my Facebook fan page of people that. And so my favorite part is all of a sudden I've got all these new fans and I. I've been working for over 20 years building this body of work. So all these new fans are coming along and going, oh, my goodness, you've got like six DVDs. You've got like six <laughs> hours of, of specials and stuff that we can enjoy and, you know, go back and stuff they've never heard before. And so I like the newness of it. I like the new, uh, you know, perspective that that Drybar is bringing by bringing new fans to me that have never heard anything I've ever done. And so they can go back and you know, get into the, all the old comedy bits that I've had, uh, watch uh, Smiley Minutes, you know, listen to my podcast, like all that kind of stuff. So I feel like I've I've worked really hard to have a body of work so that now that Drybar is bringing me all these new fans, I'm like, here, you know, here's a whole <laughs> year worth of entertainment, you know, go crazy. No, Drybar is really cool. That's something I feel like the entire family could just watch and listen to. So it's really cool because it's so it's so pick and choose now with media of, well, can I watch this with my family or it's this. So luckily dry bar is something where you don't have to worry about that. You can just sit down with your family and listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember my kids, this was several years ago, but um, they Netflix came out with some comedy specials. (laughs) And so they pulled up all these comedians because one of the comedians in the list uh, I'm I'm actually friends with, so they were like, "Oh, let's let's watch this." And so they pulled it up, 
And I was like, oh, this is cool. And I was making dinner in the back. So they were in the living room and the living room and the kitchen are kind of, you know, like open. And I could not get to the remote fast enough to turn off this comic who was all of a sudden just talking about this horrible stuff. So I do think it, it I do think it is nice for parents to be able to sit and put on a program that because everybody likes comedy. Not everybody likes the same music. Not everybody likes the same, you know, game stuff, but everybody likes to laugh. And so you can put this stuff on. Families can watch it and the parents don't have to sit there with the remote like, oh, am I going to have to shut this off? Is it is it going to take a, a, a dark turn or or what? So. <laughs> no, your uh, no, your comedy totally takes a huge dark turn. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that I, I, I don't think I told you this story, but the first time I ever heard a Christian comedian, it was a guy named Paul Aldridge, who I'm actually friends with now. Like, he's been doing it for over 30 years, and so I was in college, and somebody gave me a cassette tape, and they actually said, because I wasn't pursuing comedy, and they actually said. Hey, this guy's a Christian comedian. You should you should look into this because I think you can do this. And so I was I was I had rented out a, a duplex when I was going to college there. So I was cleaning my garage, and so I put this cassette tape on. Do, do you know what a cassette yes. tape is? Okay. Yes, I, I actually have one in my room somewhere. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. I, you've probably seen one in a museum. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I I had I put this cassette tape on, and I listened to Paul Aldrich, and it was funny, and it was clean. And I could tell he was like in a church setting. And then the cassette tape, I flipped it over and I didn't realize there was a comedian named George Carlin who uh, <laughs> is filthy, mm-hmm. brilliant mind. Like it's sad because God gave him a brilliant mind, but, uh, but filthy. filthy and huge atheist. And so I didn't realize on the flip side of this homemade cassette tape was George Carlin's bit. And the bit he was doing is a real famous bit. It was called Seven Words You Can't Say on TV. Mm-hmm. And he actually says the seven words that you can't say on TV a lot. But again, I grew up this, you know, Christian kid who never listened to dirty comedy or anything. So I think it's still Paul Aldridge. I think it's the <laughs> second part of the show. So I'm cleaning my garage and I'm like, that first half was really good and clean. And he did some funny songs. But this second half got edgy, like got dark. And I'm like, what kind of church is this that they're laughing and clapping along? And then I try to justify it like we Christians do. I'm like, well, he is saying you can't say those words, but man, he's saying them a lot, you know. And and so so that was my first like splash into Christian comedy. And I I thought, wow, you can you can get a lot, a lot you know, you can get away with saying a lot on there. But then, then finally, somebody I heard George Carlin's uh, seven words you can't say. I heard it uh, somewhere else, like a couple of years later, and it that was my light bulb moment of like, oh, those were two different guys on the cassette tape because they actually even sounded kind of like. <laughs> no, uh, when I was younger, I mean, my family always listens to your comedy. I, being the little kid that I was, I used to get the names. Bob Smiley and Bob Saget confused. <laughs> yeah, two so, way yeah, different two com- people. Completely different people. Uh, yeah. Luckily, uh, luckily, my brother pointed that out to me. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's funny. So I- I've never seen The Simpsons. Like I know The Simpsons are uh, have been on forever. 
Um, I just have never sat down to watch it. But I did see a clip one time, and I thought it was the funniest clip. Uh, Homer, who's the dad, is walking out, and his daughter is like in the doorway of the house. And she goes, enjoy the Bob Saget uh, show. And Homer goes, it's Bob Seeger. His daughter goes, look at the ticket. And he looks at the ticket and just goes, oh. (laughs) He realizes he bought a Bob Saget ticket. So it was because I don't know if if your listeners have heard Bob Saget's Mm. stand up, but don't. I'm just going to say it's not. I actually was in L.A. one time. I was doing shows in, in Los Angeles and I was driving around. And I, uh, I was listening to morning radio and this morning radio DJ guy said, Hey, I'm thinking about doing stand up." And he, he, and he said, so I'm going to, I'm going to do some bits and you, and you tell me there were like three other people in the studio. And he was like, and then I want the listeners to call in and tell me what you think. And so he did this material and it was terrible. And, and the people in the studio were like, that's, there's not even really jokes in there. And there's not, and, um, then people started calling in and saying how bad it was and that he should never do stand up. And then finally he goes, okay. Actually, uh, that's not my material. I went to see Bob Saget last night, and I thought it was so bad. And he said, so I wanted to do that material on here this morning to see if it really was that bad. And so thank you for letting me know. So, yeah. So, and and if your listeners are thinking I'm being mean, his stand-up is so filthy. Like, he's known for just trying to be as dirty as he possibly can. Um, you know, so, he yeah, he's definitely not the full house guy on nope. stage. Definitely not. No, no, no. Yeah. So I'm glad you figured out that it that it's you know the difference between me and yeah. <laughs> so uh do you still have a few more minutes to to talk or I have four minutes before I have to go. <laughs> okay. Um so since we're gonna be wrapping this up in a few minutes, is there anything else you would like to uh discuss or promote before we end this? No, I just, uh, you know, I think what uh, Trump was trying to do was, um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you kinda I just... love the, I look, because, you know, I'm a comedian, so you tell me, uh, hey, I, I just want to stay away from politics. Anything <laughs> else we can talk about is great. You know, I'm immediately going to go to yeah. politics. Like, that's just thing. Uh, no, man, I just, uh, you know, I love that you are wanting to just put stuff out there to help encourage people, keep people entertained and. You know, I like that you have a, a focus and a goal in your life. Um, and, you know, because I I'll, I say this on stage and stuff, but I really feel like God has given us individual talents and he wants us to use those talents to make the world a better place and to draw others closer to him. You know, that's that's why I do comedies. I, lo- I love making people laugh and it hopefully makes their, you know, their life better. But also if I can just put a little bitty gospel message or something that draws them a little closer to God, then I feel like I've done, you know, my job way better than if I would have just come in and, and done some jokes and stuff and left. So, um, and I feel like you're doing that. Like if you're, you're finding platforms to be able to use the talent that God gave you, uh, to again, make the place, you know, the world a better place, but also draw others closer to him. So kudos to you, man. Did I say that the way you wrote it for me to read? Yeah, the cue cards are actually back there. Yeah, yeah, very nice. Uh, No, thank you so much, and uh, that really means a lot. I'm just trying to get the word out there and everything, so thank you. Yeah. Any Uh, last questions, man? Um, 
can't really think of too much besides, well, we weren't really able to talk about uh, your podcast too much, but uh, that's, I've been meaning to listen to it. I know it comes out every week. So. <laughs> yeah, and we're actually taking a break uh, on the podcast because I'm doing the Smiley Minute stuff every single day, and it does take a little time. It, it's only one-minute videos, but it, it is surprising how long it takes to write as many jokes as you can get in, in one minute, then record it, which, you know, it takes a long time to memorize one minute of stuff. Um, and then I have to edit it and post it and all this kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, we do have a, a, a podcast called Hook, Line and Smiley, but uh, we we did put one out last week. I interviewed Johnny W., comedian, uh, friend of mine, um, but we won't have one this week. And we're, we're probably going to take a couple weeks off and but then we'll then we'll start back up. But there's 52 for you to go back and listen to. So, <laughs> hey, I'm good with that. And uh, I've just I've really enjoyed this interview. And uh, hopefully you can come back on the podcast in a few months. Yeah, absolutely not. This is <laughs> I, I actually didn't realize I'd said yes to this one. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, man. This has been this has been a blast. Awesome. Thank you. I really enjoy it. Your comedy's awesome. My entire family listens to it. And thank you for everybody who's. Uh, who's listened to us <laughs> talk for almost 30 minutes. Yeah. yeah. All righty, man. Well, I'm, I got to awesome. run. Thank you. And All thank right, you, everybody, everybody, for listening.